welcome to Drunk of Buds Extra Special Last Call with Mega. Hit the theme, Bruce. Welcome to Drunk of Buds. This is Bruce. How you guys doing, everyone, today? I got Frank the Tank on my left and Honer on my right. I'm ready to party. We got some beers to go on tap and some memories to unfurl. That's right, damn it. We got Frankie Slanky, and we're hanging out. A little hanky-panky. We got ESB from Perennial Artisan Ales. It's bitter, extra special, strong ESB. You know, this is one of my favorite styles, fellas. If we knew, and that's why we got it for you. Oh, appreciate it. We said, hey, we're going to save this one until Frank comes. So this one. really old. (laughs) He had it for years. This one is a 3.92 average out of five. Perennial Artisan Ales is a microbrewery from St. Louis, Montana. Incorrect. Ah, I knew I was. What is it? Missouri. Missouri. How? M.O. is? That does not make sense. All right, MN is Montana, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's Minnesota. And uh, MT. Yeah, MT. so. Uh, MT. Because <laughs> it's so empty in Damn. Montana. Collaboration. It's called Big Sky, man. Damn it. This collab is with the Civil Life Brewing Company, Microbrewery from St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, you got it this time. That's so weird. MO. That's wild for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Style Guy says, we wanted to kick off our 10th anniversary collab with a place near and dear to all of our hearts at Perennial. Civil life embodies everything your local pub aspires to be. Friendly faces, a comfortable environment for discussions, a strong relationship to its neighborhood and neighbors. And the beer there is some of the best in the world. This beer we virtually collaborated on is a pretty classic ESB, restrained by a lingering but lingering bitterness is accompanied by waves of bready malt and classic noble hops. This beer reminds us of playing Trivial Pursuit in an upstairs nook. The first time Tony made pulled pork nachos and Patrick doing Saturday NYT crossword puzzles in ink. Multi, light, balanced, bread, and bitter. That's right. a lot. All I know is it's pretty good. I, I, I would dare say it's fabulous. It's just the right amount of bitter. It's very crushable. I think I could just. Gunk, gunk, gunk this this boy like it, don't he? I like you it. Like that. I like it. I like. How it about a lot. you, Frank? Well, it's hard to compare uh, with the one that I made a while back. You're right. This is much better. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it, I you know I try I try really hard, but yeah. anyway, um, it's still it's still solid. Uh, for an ESB, uh, has it's all the right character notes, but which you all described. So that's all that matters to me. As long as it hits all those uh, parameters, I'm good. And you said this is like a, uh, it's a German style beer, right? No, this is not German. British, this is a uh, British. British. This is from, that's what it this is, is. This yeah. Is, this is from England style. I believe right. you even okay. said that in the, the style guy. I don't, sometimes when I zone out when I read, you know, so yeah, like we I know. just say Montana. words and then I don't comprehend after. He's here, but he's not here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just like this is me on the can literally spaced out when his teacher would call out roll call he was hand would go like half up 
I'm kind of here. <laughs> good one, Bruce. Thanks. This is a good one. I agree. It is. I actually, I like it. I mean, I liked your ESB, so then I knew I was going to like ESB because I even said that time. Reason why I was we like, got ESBs it. might be for me's. Because we didn't really know about the style. We didn't. So, Frank, you brought it to our attention. Yep. And then as soon as I saw an ESB go up on Tavor, I was like, I got to get it on the show. We need to get some more ESBs up in this joint. And for me, this does taste like how yours tasted. So, obviously, the flavor is like equally, this is how they're meant to be tasted. So I'm glad it wasn't like a one-off, like, you know, like, hey, this isn't how it tastes. They taste like that. So it is an actual style. Now trying two out of two, I do like it a lot. It's, uh, it's uh, they consider it a dying style, and I don't think it's quite dead yet. I think it's starting to make a little bit of a comeback because I've seen other breweries make ESBs, uh, like Windmill made an ESB, which is really great. So I so anyway, um, I'm glad to see some of that uh, come back into fruition. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. If you're out there and you ever see an ESB, do not be scared. Try Speaking it of ESBs and trying things, I mean, you're here because of the Michiana Festival of Beers. You think there's going to be an ESB out there? There might be somewhere. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully that will be awesome. It's great ad if they can do it but it's not a big it's not a not a deal breaker with me so because everyone's going to bring some killer beers so that's it i can't wait for saturday it's going to be great hopefully it's uh hopefully it comes out successful i think it will man that place is awesome it's a great spot too for a brewery or a brewery brew fest oh yeah yeah as much as i was there last year yeah he definitely wasn't there speaking of last year i helped set up yeah. And I got to sample some beers. I was there long enough to be at a sampling time. You were a hit and run. He was. <laughs> he was. He made me work. It's bullshit. Yeah, I did most of the working at Summer Sipping, so. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> we trade I network. That's my thing. Yes, he does. He he nets that work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, how many? what are some of the brewers going to be here that were there last year? Well, you'll get some of your returning favorites like uh, Bear Hands, South Bend Brewers. You get most of your local ones out there, and you get uh, Maplewoods make is coming back from last year, um, and uh, uh, West Wind will be coming back again. Uh, so we got we got a, quite a lineup from last year that's coming back, and then we got some new ones uh, coming up this year. Uh, so we got. Uh, Ones like um, we got Revolution coming out of uh, Chicago. We I got love their Freedom of Speech. We got we got returning back from uh, fest back. We used to call it May Fest. We got uh, we- uh, Wedgwood coming. We got uh, Found Square Brewing out of Indianapolis. Uh, we got uh, uh, Hoplors going to make their first uh, uh, Michiana Festival beers. So, the Hoosier Brewing Company this year is new too, right? Hoosier's coming too. So, and we also got a kind of an unknown right now. We got uh, one called Sinister Goat out of Plymouth. Yeah, my so. my hometown. And I recently found out about that place. Didn't know the name yet until Frank said it. But I have seen it. It's by Quicks Lanes in Plymouth, and it used to be an old mini mart. So that was my childhood. Thank you for taking it away from me. But. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm excited to try out that brewery, though, because I love breweries, and if Plymouth can start getting more, just like Argus can get some, dude, come on, start branching out, Plymouth, thank you. That's right. 
and I like what Fessers is doing right now because Josh is killing it too. Oh, absolutely. They keep expanding it. I mean, like they're like essentially going to own that whole building. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. I think that's their plan. <laughs> the whole block. Yeah. They're take that whole block. No, I mean, it's Argus. So it's not really a real block. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I mean, he can still take it. So, yeah, we got, we got, we got, we got quite the lineup. I mean, our goal was to get uh, about 30 to come, but then we kept on getting more. So it just skyrocketed. So we surpassed our uh, brewery limit. So that's pretty cool. We get to surround that place now. This is all for the benefit of those who are coming so they can get their names out there. But you're doing this for something, aren't you? Yes, we are doing it for uh, the uh, people at uh, uh Resale to the Rescue, which is... Just a, like last year, right? Yep. These are the same folks that uh, came out last year. So we we thought, hey, why not do them again and uh, get them uh, get them some more uh, help? So and what, we'll do that. What's that charity help? It ha- helps uh, animal organizations in, in the local area. So... It's helping your pet rescues and uh, shelters and things like that, right? Yep, exactly. I do love pets. Yeah. I know. You weren't much of a pet guy until recently, and then you became a giant pet guy. Well, I was a pet guy. I was a dog guy, though. Then I got cats. That's not pets. Then I got cats. But yeah, I'm super stoked, dude. I mean, it's just been hectic lately. We've been trying to do a break, but then life got crazy. It just got busy. And so now I'm like totally spaced out that it's coming up. And I'm like, fuck, let's go. I'm ready though, because we actually get to meet um, our buddy Darren Lee Cup. He was on the show. He's a ballroom dancer and actor and producer, s- producer, singer, singer, famous in France, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had, he had one decent club hit, right? Like I think one of his songs hit the club charts. I think like the dance, the dance charts. You know, dance like not no dance like watching. ballroom dancing, but like you know, club. Dancing. Right. Yeah. Dance like no one's watching. That's right. Because no one's, they're listening. <laughs> yeah. And so I keep joking with him. So I, uh, if he, if he's listening, Darren, um, this is the official me trying to get a kissing booth going for him. Because <laughs> he looks like the American Jason Momoa. This is an ongoing joke. I keep posting that there's going to be a kissing booth because he looks like a fucking God. Yeah, he does. And he, so he's always like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. And then I said, you're going to give every girl a twirl and a dip. <laughs> yeah. This would be interesting, <laughs> to say the least. So, yeah, that would be a whole new element to the fest now, wouldn't it? It would be right, in the, right <laughs> on the field. Like Jason Momoa, ballroom dancing, and uh, a bike biker all <laughs> yeah. got married and made one kind dude. That's what he looks like. Yep. <laughs> it's funny, though. He's a really chill dude. So it's going to be awesome to finally meet him. I actually was in India a couple weeks ago, months ago, maybe. And he, you were in an India. I was in Indy and he <laughs> lives there or he's always there usually whatever. And he's like, dude, you didn't invite me out. I was like, Oh, he would tell me that you were in town. I totally forgot. <laughs> and spaced out on this guy. I was like, Oh my bad, man. He was, he was quite disappointed in you. Yeah, he was, but he's not anymore. That's why he's coming to hang out. So he's going to have uh, I think he said he might be bringing some of his CDs and stuff like that. And, I, I tried getting him to give him like paperwork or pamphlets for his dance studio because he, you know, he does do dance lessons and things like that. He's like, we're not going to advertise three hours away. I'm like, well, that doesn't mean that people here didn't drive three hours just like yourself, right? <laughs> to go to the, the festival of beers. Yeah, if they don't want it, they can just tear it up. 
Yeah, or like, you know, those who drove like only an hour or two hours might be only an hour from you, you know, so they could want to go to your dance studio because he's a kick-ass ballroom dancer, world-class. Yeah, who wouldn't want to dance with a hunky man? Honor's probably, after a couple <laughs> beers, Honor would probably be dancing with him. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, like last year we had Ayla, right. Ayla Jalen, good friend of the pod, but she's busy this year, so... Good luck doing whatever you're doing, dude. What are you going to be doing at the Frank? Are you, what's your job this year? Because last year it seemed like get in every picture and be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, no. Uh, my role is I'm a committee member. So I'm basically the one who is uh, organizing, uh, organizing, helping, getting things going, making sure people are helping out as far as uh, getting the volunteers to do stuff and whatever, but uh, basically just making sure the fest runs smoothly. And uh, I was in charge of uh, brewery recruitment. So right from the get-go, I uh, got that going. So, And uh, along the way, some of the other committee members helped me out in that that aspect as well. So uh, basically uh, that's my role is just to – Keep things smooth. Make sure if anyone has questions, get some feedback every now and then along the way and and, and just sample some of the good stuff that's coming our way. So basically, uh, that's my role. I want to ask. So we asked Zach Free. He was the summer sipping guy. Um, and I know you were there. I saw you there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was I uh, there. helping out. Uh, he was a pourer. I was yeah. basically a volunteer. So. Yep. Um, I was going to say, how long does it take you guys to set up? I was curious if it, it's like the same amount of time. It's like maybe how long did he say? Six to eight months? Yeah. To get Is it about the same? Uh, no, we, 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 we started really early. Uh, so we, we got started right like two minute, two months after, after the fest okay. last year. So we, so in December, so we started in December and, uh, got the ball rolling. So, that way things could, that way people got some more time. Okay. That way we can get some other breweries that are like hard to get, to get. Yeah. That way, that way we can say that, yeah, we got you first before somebody else did. Yeah. And then you're saving your venue faster, right? Cause that could, those slots could fill up. Exactly. Uh, but we were supposed to have it uh, last, I mean, this weekend, this, this past weekend was supposed to be the original date. But yeah, some, I, I see the pictures occasionally. You guys will share stuff, and you share the wrong one. It still says October first and not October eighth. So oh, the okay. so we had to cha- quickly change that date. Uh, so we had to scrounge scrounge around, look at the dates, and see what was available. But we also didn't want to do it during home game weekend because you know that's going to take away like majority of the people. Oh, absolutely. So uh, so the best bet was to do an away game, uh, an away game that's not going to affect the time because by the and by the end of the fest, uh, you'll be able to watch the game because uh, it's BYU. It's, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's, it's a the, home game, but it's it's their it's their, uh, it's their uh, Shamrock, Shamrock series. Shamrock yeah. series. So it, they'll be in Vegas, and uh, they'll be in prime time. So it'll be a perfect time. People ha- come out and hang out with us, and go watch a game somewhere else, and uh, have some fun, enjoy some Irish football at the end. Actually, Zach Furry and one other person I asked to donate stuff to our cooler. Um, they're like, yeah, we could do it, but I, I can't go to the festival. I said, why not? And he's like, 
I'll be in Vegas. And then they told me why. Like, they're like, all the flights out of South Bend to Vegas because everybody's cheap, cheap line right now are full up. Everyone's going to Vegas for the, the football game. Dang. Well, that's, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of like a first for Notre Dame going out to Vegas. I mean, come on. They're, they're going to play in the, the one that looks like a Roomba. So that stadium is pretty cool. As far as I, as far as I'm concerned, it's funny you're saying like everybody's going to be watching the game after the show or a festival. Well, I'm actually going to be at a Hocus Pocus two party. <laughs> I didn't realize it fell right after the freaking festival. I thought it was going to be the day before or like you know this week that just came by. Because it just dropped. This yeah, yep. and but uh, so my friends couldn't do it this weekend, so they're like the best date for me is Saturday, and I was like, oh my god, that's when I have the festival. So. Why can't you move to Sunday? We're not doing anything. Sunday. Because people work the next day. On Sunday? Oh, so you're saying... Because it's perfect for us because we're going to drink and just have a good time, watch Hocus Pocus 1 and 2, drink some witch's brew, get lit, have a good time with each other. you take Darren with you? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No. <laughs> Sorry, Darren. I had this plan before you. Uh-oh. <laughs> now we're going to not be friends again. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't invite him to Hocus Pocus too. Damn it. <laughs> I can't win. Well, what can win is what's going on. Like, is there going to be, I, I hear that festival is giving away stuff for like the home brewers. Right. And now maybe something else for, for any, just you know, the breweries. Uh, well, as, as you know, your, your uh, guys, uh, MBR are going to be doing a best of fest as well. So, uh, they'll, they'll be doing that. Uh, we have, a we, we have one of our, uh, guys, uh, that organizes that he's he's the uh, his name is Lucas and he'll be in charge of uh, getting that going for uh, the uh, best of fest for the uh, homebrewer side. Yep. What kind of homebrewers we got coming? Uh, so far, we only got two homebrew clubs uh, coming, so it's going to be a fight between Mega and Marshall County. <laughs> so that should be uh, uh, it should be always. And we fun. like people from both. That's just so crazy. We abstain. <laughs> yeah, I usually like both. I think you guys usually pretty close to each other, right? Yeah, we are always next to each other. That's what I thought. Is uh, it, what's what's thought. Mega bringing to the table, or is it all supposed to be a surprise? Uh, we'll bring some club beers and stuff like that. So we'll have our uh, uh, three of our barrel projects uh, as usual, and we'll uh, have some of our other brewers bring some of their beers as well. Some of their newer concoctions and but stuff. But you don't like know that. any of those yet. I know. I know at least two of them because I had a hand in them. I'm bringing an Italian pilsner and a uh, steam ale uh, that was comparable to uh, Anchor Steam Ale work. So yeah, don't even know what a steam ale is. Yeah, you want to describe that? It's uh, basically what they're called a California Common. It's basically like a cousin to DSB. It's malty. And it's got it's got more uh, more earthy notes to it. Okay. Dang, yeah, I've never heard of that. So let's uh, talk about this ESB, and we'll take a small break. And when we come back, we'll talk about some of the live entertainment and food, and some of our experiences we had last year, and what we hope to see this year. So I want to see it all. Honer, what do you think about this ESB? So I really like it, dude. And knowing now that this is how an ESB actually tastes every time I have one, I'm a huge fan. 
Really huge fan. So now I know I won't be disappointed if I ever see an ESB. Because you never know after your first one. You're like, oh, maybe was that a, just a really good one? Or do they all taste like that, you know? They and should all taste they, like that. Now they all taste like that. Now I know for sure. And I'm like, yeah. It might be one of my top. Um, it's really good for fall, winter, I feel like, for me. And so I think for this one, I'm going to give it a four. I like it. Early spring, too. Yeah, I like this. Whenever there's some type of chill. Yeah. Chill in the air. Shut up. What did you think there, buddy? Uh, you know, this is my style, and uh, I'll give it a, I'll give it another, uh, I'll give it a, are we doing scores, too? Yeah. Okay. Untap by quarters. Uh, we'll five. Do, we'll go uh, 4.75. Woo! Sheesh. I hope it give your own a five. Well, of course. <laughs> I will always give my own a five because I think I'm, I'm, I'm proud of what I do. Right. When I date, when I make these, I mean, I, I, I won't give you a bad one. If I, so, mm-hmm. I mean, if there is bad ones, I usually toss it out and try it again. So. So this is a runner up. That's right, runner up, just barely. But I got it as a four, just like Honer. It's. Damn good. Uh, I think maybe if I had more ESBs underneath my belt, other than the two I've had, mm-hmm. I might be able to differentiate it more. Maybe I'm like, well, this one is better because this, this, and this. But I only can go off of the two. I enjoyed my experience. I think it's phenomenal. But I can't put it up there as high as you have because I don't have the history with them. So 4.0, still yeah, they haven't let good me, score. Yeah, they haven't let me down yet. So we're going to take a small break. Honer. Let's hit it, boys. Get up, get up, yeah, yeah. Get up, get up, yeah, yeah. Riding around with my ESB, hanging out with all the clowns, chilling on the moon now, smoking on some moon rocks, just chilling with my boys, about to pop off, yeah, yeah. I'm an alien, you know I'm saying what I'm saying, man, because I'm saying it again every time I do it, yeah. Take me to your leader. Free beats, no copyright. Get up, B. Free type beat 2022. Trap beat instrumental. Marriage owned by beats provider on YouTube. YouTube. Welcome back. back. Welcome back. back. I'm Bruce. I'm Honer. Frank the Tank. <laughs> We're back with the second beer, and I guess Bruce got it. That's right. Mood Ring Strawberry. Bearded Iris Brewing. IPA American, 7% ABV, no listed IBUs. We have 3,900K people who have rated this for an average score of 4.09. Bearded Iris is a microbrew in Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville. Nashville. The style guide says, don't let the color fool you. This mood ring variant packs 30% more groovy strawberry fruit power. It should taste strawberry, smooth, sweet, fruity, and raspberry. Raspberry? It's strawberry. <laughs> Why would you list it as a... <laughs> All right, let's just give it a whirl, I guess. Well, that's user, usually user-generated, right? Yeah. So they're dumb. Definitely taste the raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely taste the strawberry. This is very smooth for an IPA. I'm glad... Um, maybe it's not listed IBUs. Maybe it just isn't. I don't get the bite of the hop. Okay, so 
from a brewer's perspective. Give it to us. Um, you get you get the strawberry taste up front, but then at the back end you get a little bit of that raspberry. So that's why you why it's called the moo ring because you're getting two contrasting styles, but you'll you'll get the different uh, flavors at the front end and at the back end. So that's why you get two different flavors out of it. So I get strawberry in the front, and then I get a little bit of that IPA mouthfeel and taste, a little bit of creamy at the end, and then I get a hit of that strawberry again at the very end. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of there. But I could pick, I could pick out this raspberry as well. Yeah, I think I think that's what the finishing is. I think I can also get that. But I will say it doesn't taste like a normal IPA to me. So therefore. I'm and, liking it. <laughs> yeah, and because it's not actually, it's a fruited IPA, but usually the ones that hide the hops and they're fruity, they're usually the, what are they? <laughs> they're usually the smoothie ones, right? That are the smoothie the, IPAs. Or the doubles. Yeah. yeah. Those, the milkshakes. Yeah, milkshakes. Those usually don't taste like this. That's Or they usually taste like this. That's why I was kind of put off by this. I was like, oh, man. It's just going to be IPA with a little bit of fruit, and I'm going to taste just IPA. But no, this is very well done. Mm-hmm. We've had Beer Diaries before. Um, it's one of the few times I've actually liked an IPA, and they had it. It was uh, yeah, we had a double, Chief of Chiefs. Yeah, we had double IPA from them, too. Yeah, Chief of Chiefs was really good. Double Dry Hop, Chief of Chiefs. I think that's when I discovered that I like double IPAs when I tried theirs. What do you think, Frank? You, you, you gave us the brewer's thing, but what about the taster's? Um, I can get down with this one. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's got, it's got, it's got the characteristics of an IPA as you it would, as you, as you would say, it's got, it's got that malt of an IPA. It's got the, it's got kind of like the mouth feel of an IPA. So it's definitely, uh, definitely a good one. It's still just sitting here and I haven't had a sip for a while. It's just, yeah. the, the berries are just staying. Yeah. It's the nice. strawberries just living in my mouth. We're going to be living this October 8th for like six hours at Four Wind Field. And what are some of the things other than beer? And I, I'm sure there's going to be some under vendors and stuff, but like, what's the entertainment? Uh, this year we got Hey Annie from, uh, that's a local band. And uh, so those guys are going to be jamming out all day, all day. So we'll be, that's who we had. They get no breaks. Nice. <laughs> Slave drivers, mega no, is. <laughs> no, they'll get breaks. Trust me, they'll get breaks. Heck yeah. So anyway, uh, that is that is our entertainment. We'll have a little bit of games too along the side if people want to play like uh, cornhole or something like that, or maybe might have a foosball table out there. I don't know, but uh, we got some some of that going on and just enjoying a great great fall day because it's. Uh, the weather should be decent that day. So, but then again, we do live in northern Indiana, so you never know. But we will do this rain or shine. So, what about food? Oh yes, we'll have plenty of food vendors out there. We got food trucks coming in. Uh, one is uh, smothered and covered, and uh, so wait, back it up. Smothered and covered <laughs> is. Please tell me that's like Waffle House. So we're talking about that way they're doing hash browns. Because if that's it, I'm. You're gonna to have to man the booth by yourself. I'm just gonna be in line over and over again for smothered and covered hash browns. It's 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 kind of it's kind of like that, but they do like 
French tr- French fries type type stuff, and they'll so you're you're close, close, okay. but you're gonna so more poutine stuff on ish, top of French fries, ish, ish. So you get you get all that good stuff, and then we'll have uh, a a really uh, gourmet hot dog stand as well. So that should be good okay. too. Nice. And uh, the spot the band sponsor Monterey Kitchen is be bringing some food as well. So nice. So we'll have them come out and do some, some stuff for us. Mexican so, food. You'll, so you should you should be you should be well fed for this one. And and vendors eat for free, right? <laughs> we'll give you something. <laughs> they should uh, uh, a pat on the back as get your wallet out. <laughs> I think uh, you, uh, you should have like a booth, not a booth or a, like a tent that has like beer pong, Ooh. or a flippy cup. Ooh. Both of those are. Well, really how about good. just both? Yeah, you can have both. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that next year. But water pong, obviously. Yeah, obviously. You're going to have your own little drink to play. but Yeah. You talked about super spreading earlier. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll see. We'll drag that up the old flagpole and we'll see if it sticks next oh, year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a good idea. What other, like, what other games that usually involve drinking either as the main proponent or you're drinking while you're playing would probably be a decent addition to this thing? He said Cornhole is already going to be there. And you brought up Flippy Cup, which is good, but kind of bad. And, and you know, you have to use water, obviously, because you, you don't want to drink and stuff right. like that. It's just more about eliminating cups and not drinking the cups at that point. But what are other games that you think that actually could fly that used to go hand-in-hand hand with drinking? Uh, first off the bat in my head is that ladder ball. That's what I was thinking. You know, you, you throw it at the thing. Or I've been seeing a lot of ads because it's football season, but have you seen where they turn those drop chairs into a football game? Have you seen it? No. So you know what a drop chair is, right? It's the foldable up, you know, chairs you can get for five, ten dollars and stuff like that. So they made it so it's got a hole in the center of the seat and a net underneath it, and it's got an actual goalpost on the chair part. And you set up another one and you throw it. And if your ball doesn't go straight into the thing for the touchdown, then you have you can try to catch it for an interception, and your team gets to go on theirs. Off the bounce. And then if you make it in, you got six points. And then you actually have to kick it through the uprights to get your extra point. Uh, it, it's a new tailgate game. And everyone's drinking while, you know, around it. I think it's like like the smartest. Sounds diabolical. S- smartest thing I've ever seen. Because cool. everyone has those kind of chairs. Everyone brings a football to tailgates at football games. And now you get to play like a pseudo football game. Where your skill is just, I'm throwing a football and trying to make it into the hole. I've there. seen I've seen hockey versions of that. Uh, yeah, but I, that puck can go anywhere with people. Yeah. <laughs> okay, depending on your skill. Here, at least with a football, even if you're bad at throwing, it's usually going to go like at least somewhat straight. It might miss to the left or right a little bit, and it's not going to be thrown so hard that like you're going to kill someone. Whereas people whipping a even a fake puck, but like a puck, it that could be problems. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, well, I mean. Who's to say what's going to happen in the future for if, if we do more games and stuff like that? So we'll see. We'll yeah, see. But what games off the top of your head do you think that might even could even be like thought about? Like uh, maybe maybe like a uh, maybe like a human chessboard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to enslave people to be chess pieces. Human okay. opera- he went straight to slavery. Again. Human operation. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, how I, about like uh, getting some of those portable like frisbee golf like things, and you can just throw a frisbee at a, a thing. If you make it from X far away, you get a prize or something like that. 
or like a uh, a bigger version of a tic tac toe board. I don't know. That's that's not a bad idea. I was thinking. Hear me out. I'm gonna hear you. You guys have a field. I don't Literally know if they're allowed to be on I know, field. I know, but I'm just saying in a perfect world where people let you go onto the field, Quidditch. Ooh. People play Quidditch. You can play rugby out there if you want to. I don't give a fuck. But I'm just saying, like, Quidditch. Yeah. Hmm. Next year, everybody, Quidditch is coming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about getting it on the field because they pretty much keep that thing lock and key throughout throughout the most of its off season. Kind of weird how a lock won't stop me from jumping over onto the field, but okay. Especially in those lower <laughs> spots, yeah. yeah. That's wild. But uh, we'll see. Get some, hey, it's going to be October. Harry Potter geeks out here. Well, why don't we set up like, if we're going to go that far, why don't you set up like a woofer ball field out in the outfield? <laughs> That'd be interesting too. Yeah. Or maybe an ultimate game of ultimate Frisbee. I don't know. Now he's talking. I don't like sports, but I'll play that. The non-sports sports is where Honer is right at. Yeah, because it's like I don't have to get tackled. I don't have to actually put in too much effort. I don't have to exert myself. I mean, you have to run. Yeah, but you can still toss it if somebody, you know. Yeah. So, really, not that bad. So, how many tickets did you sell last year? Uh, We sold um, close to 900 last year. Do you think you're going to break that 1,000 mark this year? I hopefully we get over we get over the top, so I'm confident that we will definitely keep promoting that. There's over 40 breweries this year. Yep. Dang. So we uh, we up the list up the list tenfold this time. So it's it's you'll get some of the ones that you didn't see last year, and you'll get some ones that you've seen before, and you like them. So you get returning favorites as well as some new ones. We'll be doing our charity giveaway again. We'll have a cooler full of stuff, a lot of merch, but some of the Big things, we're going to have a full bottle of bourbon from Indiana Whiskey. We're going to have merch from Urban Artifact, one of our show's favorite beer places. Send us a bunch of merch to put in there. We're going to have beers from Alaska, a can of Greed, the top-rated IPA on this show made with honey from Anchorage Brewing Company. Phenomenal. Oh, we got, uh, we got one of those in there? Yeah. We got a full bottle of their reserve from 903 Brewers. Another favorite of it is a stout of theirs. Love them. Uh, it's wax sealed. It's a $30 bottle of stout. Jesus. There's so much more. We have uh, beer from Bottle Logic's going to be in there. Meckler. Uh, Martin House is going to have a two pack from their. Uh, this right here? The Painkiller Castaway. We'll have a box in there. Cute artwork. I know. I love that artwork. Their artwork is pretty awesome. We, we fall in love every time because it's a different girl. So, $5 gets you a ticket. $20 gets you six tickets. You get a cooler with wheels and everything else that comes in that is all yours. Yeah, we're going to have some hats and stuff too. like uh, Merch and stuff. Yeah, we still have our bottle openers that we didn't get to sell last year. So we actually got some extras so we can actually get some of those out there. Hat, flat bill hats. Koozies. Some koozies and some glow-in-the-dark stickers. And a kissing booth. And a kissing booth. <laughs> Featuring Darren and Frank the Tank. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't think my wife would like that very much. <laughs> You're kissing guys. Uh, hey. <laughs> Not, no. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> we have Darren to kiss the girls. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, overall, it's going to be a great time. We're going to have a fantastic time there. Um, glad to be there for a second year. Really awesome time. Had a great time there last year. I know Bruce wasn't there, but we had a fantastic outcome with uh, Ayla, her fans, and all that. We got to experience the live music pretty close to it and all that. We got to sit by Ruhi Brewing last year. Rue. Rue. I always, I always get that it's wrong. Rue. Rue Brewing. And my it's brother, Napanee, right? They're in Napanee. Yep. Yeah, my brother always talked about them, but then we ended up being next to him, and I was like, oh, my God, I love your beer. And I know my brother does, so I was like, dang, I got a really good spot. Dave, ro- like Dave rocks out some good stuff. Yeah, really good. And then uh, we had Fessers over there also. A couple other breweries. I know there's some really good meat out there last time. Hoping to see more of that, Dan. Well, uh, we got Impossible um, Meads coming. I saw that too. Uh, well, and uh, I think uh, who else do we got? Well, while you're thinking, I I know I told Honer this, but Citywide's carrying Gary Giste mead, mead now. So oh, that's such a good mead. So great from Florida. It's on a bit on the show. I've, I don't know if I've ever had a bad mead from them. Even the ones that we didn't like a lot were still spectacular. Yeah, they're still decent meads. Yeah. Well, as far as the one that I that that's probably going to be the most busy is probably the impossible meads. Uh, but we did have two others at one point, but they had to back out because of certain things. So we'll we'll see who who's out there coming out with mead because you never know. Some of the some of the brewers themselves might have meat in their repertoire mm-hmm. so it may maybe maybe some more out there oh yeah i know there i know though i know uh dan's gonna be out there with some of his mead so at and least from a home brewer, he's a good meter as, as, as far as the home brewers aspect of it we'll have plenty of that there are you guys still looking for volunteers for pouring absolutely so uh just so uh, if you're hearing this we'll this will drop on today being tuesday uh you know give a message on messenger to uh Festival of Beers, if you have a, you need a pourer's license. Absolutely. Uh, it's a must. You have a service license, uh, and they're looking for people to pour. So go help them out. Or it, or just to run other jobs, because there's more than pouring that needs to be done, like uh, ice refills, uh, water pitcher refills, because we always need rinse water yep. and stuff like that. So um, a lot of various activities. So. Now you were mentioning off air earlier. So what's what's include everyone else who's on air for this? VIP gets you early entrance, but there's something else you get. What was that? Um, each well, it's not. It, it all depends on if if what the brewery wants to do. If they want to bring a special beer for the VIPs, uh, they have that option. So will they'll there'll be a special beer for the VIPs for that. So certain brewers might bring a special one that only VIPs have access to. Absolutely. So how about that? Cough up that extra money and get you. You're on, you're helping at charity, guys and ladies. So cough up that extra money. Be VIP. Come in early and get some sample that you know that sixty percent of the people at this place is not going to be drinking. Gonna be so once once the VIP runs out, you're 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 out of out of out of that. So. So just uh, get them while you can. Absolutely. So is there any fun stories from last year? Either you who had separate experiences there at the, remember? Well, after the festival and, you know, we had a, we got really drunk and then we actually went out to eat with Ayla and everything. 
So then we got even more drunk. Where'd you go? We went to Crooked U. Ooh. Yeah. I haven't been there in a while. Mega member, yeah. right? Uh, yes. Uh, Andy uh, used to be the former president of the club. Yep. So we just kind of continued the night. Just had a good time after that. How about you, Frank? Any fond memories from last year? Uh, just just a, a massive amount of turnout after COVID was was awesome to see the people come out and actually enjoy themselves. It was a it was a not it was a very crisp day, but still a great day to be a part of that and just to see people out there, people enjoying themselves, having a good time after being cooped up for a couple of years. So um, that's all that that's all I remember of it. Yeah. And it was awesome. Everybody coming together, finally getting some. Now this Fresh year, you, you said that there's so many pe- breweries and stuff and vendors set up that you're going to use the full concourse of the ball diamond. Is that correct? Yes, we are going to be 360 around the whole entire stadium. So uh, we'll have that way. There's ample spaceage that we don't that we get more walking around to do. Uh, as far as that, and then you, it just won't be as compact as it was last time. So. It gives me more people to you walk can burn, around. You can burn some of those in, empty calories out by making full laps around. Just make sure that we're not by the playground area because then Honer would never be at the desk. He's going to be at climbing those jungle gyms and no, stuff No, I'm going like to be in that water. Uh, <laughs> I think the splash pad would be down by then. Oh, my uh, God. Could you, you can get wet other ways. I guess, whoa. Could you imagine, though, adults drinking and then the water? Everybody would be freaking loving it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the splash pad's going to be down. <laughs> Owners out there with a hose. <laughs> Five bucks. Five bucks. Five bucks. I'll get you wet. <laughs> Easy, buddy. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> so, Frank the Tank. We love festival beers. We love Mega. But did you love this beer? Um, I'll give it a solid four. Ooh. Shade. So, I mean, it's... uh. That's a good score. I mean, it's it's not overwhelmingly fruity. You get you get the you get the IPA characteristics of it. So, um, other than that, that's that's what I think is. Yeah. I uh, I would say it's not my favorite. I don't think strawberry is ever going to be a good uh, flavor for me when I'm drinking something, unless it's a sour. But when it comes to the IPA, I kind of taste the hoppiness. And that to me is a little, I don't know. I'm not liking it. It's a little danky to me, but then also adding the strawberry on top of that just gives me a strawberry, sweet, danky taste. Very hint on this one, I will say, but it's enough for me to just be like, all right, you know, I wish it was just a strawberry drink instead of any kind of hops in it because that's not for me. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a 3.25. Not bad, not bad. I'm right with you, Frank. Uh, I'm I like strawberry. I don't get that raspberry. It's just strawberry for me the whole way. And I know it's an IPA, not because it says it. I mean, I know because it says it, but I can tell that the way it feels in your mouth that it's IPA like without that hop bitter. It doesn't really ever give me that bitter. Um, and that's a plus for me. It might be a minus to people who really love the IPAs because a lot of people who love IPAs. Just love that hot bitter. And it's not really there for me. But if you like strawberries, and it's strawberry forward, it's strawberry after, it's got a little creaminess to it, uh, I'm giving it a four. This is a very enjoyable drink. Uh, I'm surprised 
that I like it because of an IPA and it's a single IPA. It's not a double. It's not a milkshake. It's just an India pale ale that's been fruitified. And they put the correct amount of fruit for me to go, oh, you got rid of all the stuff I don't like. Okay, nice. So 4.0. Turn it into like an actual refreshing drink. Yeah, this is def- I would say this is a summer. I it's, say this I is, it's, agree. it's in that dr- transition area between uh, September and October. So it's like, I mean, it's your last licks of summer yeah. to come into the fall season with. Yeah, but if I had this on a June hot day, I'd, even let, I'd probably give it a higher a higher score. I think it's very it, it's summery. De- I would say it's definitely a more of a seasonal type of drink rather than something that you could do all year round. Mm-hmm. But then again, for some of those who like, I don't care what season it is, I'll drink it anyway. So uh, it's like it's like that. So, so we're gonna be wrapping things up real quick. Which is your favorite of the day? Come on, is it that? Is it that easy? ESB. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say Mothman. Yeah, the Mothman. <laughs> yeah, which we didn't talk about. We actually did a Mothman, which is a urban artifact. The trick or treat. We did a video of us trying it and trying to find out if it was a trick or a treat. Thank and you, I'm undecided. Guy. And, uh, yeah, um, Frank said it's a trick. He felt tricked as fuck. He actually held his heart and said, wow, why would you guys do this to me? Is this some kind of trick? And we're going to do it again. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to do one more. And those will be on our social medias where you can find us on Joker Buds. But for right now, what's your favorite, Bruce? My favorite? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to go mood ring. I, the fruit just hit me just better. I mean, they get the same score for me. So it's, you know, back and forth. And I, I'm liking the SBs, but I've only had two. It's more of an achievement for me to, for them to make me like an IPA. So that's the deciding factor. Right, right. Yep, I'm going to say the ESB, man. Um, honestly, I wish that I... I mean, you I, gave it a higher score, so... I, yeah, but I mean, for me right now, it's all seasonal, like we said. I think if I would have liked the strawberry a little bit more during the summer, but I also think it would have felt the same because of the hoppiness. Yeah. Doesn't blend but well. I don't get that. Right. But for me, I feel like it blends with the strawberry and both of them do not mix for me like too much. It kind of gross. Do you, do you wish it was more raspberry? I wish it was, I wish it was more flavored than like, I wish the hops were a little bit less, but I mean, I don't even know if they could go any less. You know what I mean? So I feel I mean, like if, there's not, there's no way of if working the tartness it for me. of a raspberry is there. It might. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's. It. No, well, maybe the raspberry is what's mixing in. Because a strawberry is sweet, but a raspberry is sweet and tart. But that's where I was getting raspberry because it was at the back end of it because then that tartness did come out. I, but I know what you're saying, but I'm saying no strawberries at all and just double-dosed the raspberry. He what? might have liked it more. No, I'm thinking the raspberry is what I don't like about it. Because you're saying it was in the back end? Yes. It, the it, finishing, it has the tartness of the back end. The finishing is what I don't like. I like, I enjoy it. And then all of a sudden when I swallow it, I'm like, Ugh. okay. So I like the flavor of it, but then I wish it would stay that way. I wish it would stay as the, as first. you were drinking it, you wish you keep, I it. wish it stayed that way. So but this then means the you after, gotta chug it. But then, <laughs> yeah, but then the finish is the raspberry mixed with the hops. But then and that means you only get one finish because you chug the whole can. True. Be, because the raspberry it's, uh, itself uh, pretty much coincides with the hop flavor you're getting. Because that those two kind of intermix at a good time in that beer when it finishes, because that's what you want to feel. You want to feel that you want to feel that uh, hoppiness of an IPA feel, because mm-hmm. the, the raspberry will help that out in a way. So 
So, Frank, just before we go and play some music out with some ramping, I got one question to ask you. Is there any, like, beers that you're thinking about making soon? Like, like your next experimental or – it doesn't have to be experimental. What's your next brew that you're thinking about trying? As far as making-wise? Yes. Um, I mean, you I'm, are a home brewer, folks. I, uh, uh, According to some people, I'm the uh, best assistant brewer ever. So uh, anyway, um, the ones that I'm trying to look for, well, the next one I really want to do is a uh, playoff of Pliny the, Pliny the Elder. Okay. So I want to do that one, uh, but I'm not going to use all the hops that are required for that. I'm going to use the hop, uh, hop substitutes for that because I'm going to do an all substitute hops for that one. And I'm going to call that Evil Elder. Because of, of an evil clone of it. Okay. So basically like Bizarro from Superman. Everything's backwards. Everything's backwards. I kind of wish that... I, I I mean, you could do what you do, but I would like to see your version of a Mexican lager. Ooh, you're, get, you're getting into some heavy stuff with the lagers because I don't do much lagering. Well, there you go. <laughs> go branch out into something that you're, you're not familiar make with. Make a Mexican ESB. <laughs> oh, so make an ESB with lime. Uh, not so much lime. I would maybe add some Mexican spices to it. If I was to do something like Abanero, that. Put some habanero in there or uh, maybe some tahine. Make it tahine. So something something of that nature maybe. if Because if I don't want to make it feel like, you know, Mexican cervezas are being overplayed a little bit, I think. Okay. So uh, as far as um, because if you if you want if you really want to shake things up, add Mexican spices to the mix. I, I get that, but like at the I, same time, man, I love an amber. You know, Dosek used amber, which is not your normal Mexican cerveza. It's a little bit different. And uh, even the Mo- negra is pretty good. Yeah, Modelo does a pretty pretty decent uh, dark. Yeah. So. so. All right, so that's it from Drunk with Buds, the Mega Festival of Beers special. Uh, our season premiere is coming up very soon. You'll see uh, Instagram uh, personality, the Beer Babe, as our oh yeah season TikToker. premiere. Yep, TikToker, and then uh, we have on tap coming up in the season six. Yeah, we're in six. Season six is going to be the Beer Babe. Yep. The Garage Barcade here in South Bend. Casey Dillard's coming Casey back. Casey Dillard's coming back, a writer and actress in the movies. We might get Danielle Petrova to come back. Danielle Petrova might be coming back. We have a definite women's beer collector, Christine Baker, is coming back, giving us some gold medal winning beers. I was thinking about hitting up. Uh, Guess who else is going to be on that episode? Uh-oh. Two Tones is Two returning. Tones. He's been gone for so long. He's going to be on there. Christine's going to send him and us beers to split. That'd be amazing. Also, I think uh, I'm going to try to reach out to Riffing on Horror again. Whoop, whoop. Rob Woodward. They're expanding. They got shit going on. I want to update the world on them. That's right. Our friends in New Jersey. So, Honer, are you ready to play us out? Yes, sir. Hit it. All right, everybody. This is Getting It Freestyle Trap Beat. Free rap, hip-hop, inter- instrumental, 2022 Prime Stars Instrumental by Ruj on YouTube. God dang, God dang, oh, 
12 in the clip. Hey, one in the hey, hole. Hey, soon hey. I get you in the hole. Hey, hey. Cuff ya, take you down. Hey, Frank a is a now man, but he's going down. Hey. Man, I'm hanging out with a fucking narc And I don't know what to do But I'm gonna spark up a blunt And I'm gonna hit it with everybody That I'm hanging with And I'm gonna do it no matter what So if he's got a problem Then he can't hit me in the face But if he hit me in the face And I'm gonna race all around the world Gonna go, go, yeah Go, go, yeah Cause I'm getting it Hitting it, doing what I'm doing, man. I'm thrilling it, krilling it, killing it. Boo, boo, yeah. Festival of beer. See you guys there soon. See ya. Peace out. <laughs> Frankie? <laughs>